With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, uh, I tell them welcome to the gray area. And stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate. Every other Thursday, politics to the chips. Get up on this wave. <laughs> now tell me what's to talk about. Cause we the only thing to talk about. How you keep reality in check. Just keep it real rap and don't gossip with the facts. Yeah. This is the gray area. And I am your host, Ray Jarvis. Showtime! Woo! For chapter 25 of the Gray Area, entitled The Hunt for Larry O'Brien, I believe that the title is pretty self-explanatory. It's a break in the NBA Finals action, couple of travel days before we get into game three. We saw some things from GS Dub. We saw some things from Cleveland and J.R. Smith specifically. So I wanted to, you know, get in the middle of that hunt Talk about what we see and, of course, reflect on the narratives and the storylines, things that I hate out there. Facts. Real quick, games one and game two. I, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I was on another podcast and I was discussing the fact that I believe that this series was going to go six games. I believe that LeBron James, the best thing going in the NBA right now, as much as it kills me to say. Facts was good for two games in this series. But that was contingent on getting one of these first two games in Golden State. The way game one played out, it was the perfect recipe for the road team to steal game one and lengthen the series. We all know what's transpired by then, by now. It's It's been done to death. It's been run into the ground to death. Facts. So I'm not really going to rehash that. But at the end of the day, 51-8-8 from LeBron on a road in a close game against the best lineup in the NBA, and you take a L, that's bad for business. Facts. But you know, everybody's talking about J.R. Smith, and everybody's talking about George Hill. Everybody's talking about how bad they feel about LeBron. The LeBron James echo chamber is everywhere, but this echo chamber is about how, fa- how bad they feel and, and, and how much help he doesn't have. Yet no one is talking about the fact that this bed that LeBron James lays in currently, he made it. He made this bed. Everything about this Cleveland Cavaliers team has LeBron James's fingerprints on it. And before I even go to the broad version of what I'm trying to say, I'm talking about even game one. The 0-2 bed he's in is his fault. Facts. Everyone's talking about G. Hill and Jr. Why did G. Hill be in a position to take the free throws, people? Huh? Why was Jr. Smith in a position to be a buffoon? Huh? Because LeBron James, once again, in a high-leverage situation, in a high-altitude situation, passed the ball. Do remember I said he had 51 points. 
A lot of those 51 points came off of mismatches by way of switches. A lot of times, he was cooking Steph Curry. You want to know who ended up on LeBron James before he passed the ball, people? Steph Curry. You know what he was doing to, to Steph Curry throughout the game? Taking him to the Baja. If y'all don't know what the Baja is, that's the basket. He was taking him to the basket, abusing the paint. Because Steph Curry can't guard LeBron James. Facts. So why in God's name, on another switch, something you've seen all game long, would you pass the ball to George Hill, a person who wanted no parts of that situation? Explain that to me. You saw the way he made the first free throw. His, his arms was tight as hell. Facts. The second free throw was bound to miss. I knew he was missing one of them because he wanted no smoke with that free throw line. So I go back to this question that I'm not hearing anyone talk about in this echo chamber. Why in God's name, in a switch situation on Steph Curry, would you pass the ball to George Hill, who wasn't even cutting hard? He was flowing through. It wasn't even a pure cut. It was a flow through. He was going to try to, what he was going to do was clear the area for LeBron. So there would not be any help defense from Clay when LeBron drove and took Steph to the Baja. Facts. LeBron James, more than anyone else in this situation, is to blame for this 0-2 bet that he's in. I don't want to hear nothing else about JR. JR gun JR regardless. George Hill never want to smoke with that free throw line. It was up to LeBron James in that situation with a mismatch at the top of the key to go to the basket and get the job done. Facts. Y'all could disagree if you want because you're busy feeling bad for the guy, but let's call a spade a spade. What you feeling bad for? The whole world picked the Warriors to win this series. Frankly, all I heard leading up to the finals was this. This guy will kill you to death inside of three rounds. Y'all had this Club of Lang versus Rocky the first time in Rocky 3. Y'all said it was a wrap. This guy will kill you to death inside of three rounds. So what you feeling bad for now? That right there is what I call hustling backwards. You can't feel bad for a situation that you knew was going to happen all the way out. Like it's like a situation if you want to block and you know point A is talking to point B and you know point A don't got no hands. So you know eventually when he fights point B, he's going to get washed. You're not going to feel bad. You knew the washing was coming. So what you feeling bad for now? Because it sounds good. You know, at least now I know there's still hope for humans since you feel bad for LeBron. But at the end of the day, LeBron James is to blame for this situation that he's in. Beyond the old 2 hole. This team, you paid JR, you held well, hold on, let me let me let me slow down. I'm getting hyped. Y'all hear me? I'm hyped. You held the Cavaliers hostage, right? To pay JR Smith. You held the team hostage to pay Tristan Thompson. You held the team hostage to pay Kevin Love. All of these players are currently overpaid. Facts. So please riddle me this. How are we complaining about a situation where he has no help, where GM LeBron is point blank 100% responsible for the team he's playing on? Facts. You dismiss Kyrie to the point that he ain't even want to play with you anymore. All these people quick to say, oh, well, they're still in the finals without Kyrie. They in the bum-ass East. What are we talking about? Knock that off. The reason why teams thought that the Eastern Conference had smoke with the Cavaliers all postseason, with the exception of the baby dinosaurs, the Raptors, was the fact that there was no Kyrie on that roster. Indiana's not going seven games if Kyrie did. 
Boston damn sure ain't going seven games if Kyrie's there. But LeBron, because, you know, every man has an ego. Every man feels the pressure in certain situations to, 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 to you know, lock in his spot. Saw that Kyrie was ready. Kyrie was ready to ascend. You get what I'm saying? Kyrie was ready to take the world over. Kyrie didn't have time for LeBron James. LeBron ain't like that. Do remember... And it's documented. There's a whole article about it. Kyrie wanted to leave right after they won the championship, after he hit the game winner. Not the season after, but the season they won the chip, he was ready to go. What does that tell you? Use your brain, huh? Facts. To me, LeBron James's handling of Kyrie up until his exit is the personification of weak. You should have held that young boy down. Right? So now you look at this roster. When they ask you what to do with Kyrie, they being Cavalier Brass, you didn't say, I need this guy. You said, don't trade him. Those mean two different, those two sentences have two different meanings. Don't trade him is, no, no, usually not. Don't trade him, son. You know. I need him is, you better not trade that dude. It It ain't no Cavaliers championship without Kyrie. It's like that whole video that was out years ago with, with like the, the digital black guy. And the girl asked him if you want to come over. And he was like, it's cool if you come over. And she was like, but do you want me to come over? Do you, do, is it cool to betray Kyrie or do you want Kyrie? LeBron ain't want Kyrie. Facts. So all this talk, all this echo chamber talk about, I feel bad for LeBron. Oh, I feel so bad for him. Oh, I feel bad for LeBron James. It's, it's total garbage. It's garbage. Hold it down, LeBron. You made your bed, and now you got to lay in it, bruh. You know what I mean? But anyway, it's Teflon Braun. The narratives are in your favor regardless. But, you know, as a surprise for my listeners, we have our first guest coming into the gray area. I wanted to switch the format up. And I wanted to do that by having halfway through a rant, the homie Snotty dripping to pull up to the gray area and join me. Brother, what's good, man? How's it going, brother, man? What's I'm, good? I'm doing all right, man. I applaud you for, for being the black person who is on time to the party. You know, I always get nervous. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, but, but listen, I'm in the middle of a, you know, a LeBron James echo chamber rant. You know, it, we, we basically... At the first checkpoint of the NBA Finals. And everywhere I turn, Snotty, I'm running from from articles. I'm running from tweets, Facebook posts about how bad people feel about LeBron. Where it's my opinion that he's made the bed that he's laid in. How how, how far off am I about that? Oh, absolutely. I'm with you 100%. I, I don't feel bad for him. Um, this is... This is the house that LeBron built, for better or ill, um, you know, on purpose or by by who he allowed to make decisions. Uh, this is the house that LeBron built. Um, he went from having another all-star point guard to go with Kevin Love and, you know, great role players. And now it's just him and, and Kevin Love who looks shook. And, uh, you know, Jared Smith feels like he's got to play basketball. This is, this is you know, and they, they have no path to uh, to improve, really, because the cap base is chewed up. I, this is it, man. This is what happens. Ah, oh, man. You know what? You made my night saying that because it's like, why, why are we so quick to blame everyone else? Like, LeBron is great. I've been calling this man Teflon Braun for about four months now. 
We can criticize him. It's okay. You know, it's all right. You can criticize LeBron like any other athlete. He should not be like, you know, like allergic to it or, or he cannot do no wrong. LeBron walks on water. He, he makes water from wine or whatever the situation may be. Like, LeBron made the situation. His dismissal of Kyrie, in a sense, is why we're here. The fact that, you know, he needs the ball to be on certain areas on the court. He needs players to be positioned a certain way. This is his crib. He didn't respect David Blatt. He got Tyron Lue. Why are we fronting like we don't know what it is? Uh, so it's like, I'm not, I'm not, it, how do you critique him? You know, it's like, for, like for me, it's like, this is kind of what it is right. for good or ill. And it's, it, when I say, when I say, how do you critique him? I'm not trying to defend him. Right. I'm just, so you ever heard the story of the scorpion and the frog? Nah, but you could put us on. All right, real quick. So there's a flood in the forest and all the animals are drowning. And there's a, you know, the, the scorpion stuck at high ground, but the water's rising. He's a frog. Let me ride your back across the water. Right. And the, Nah, you're a scorpion. You're going to sting me. I don't want to die. I got to go to safety. He's a man. If I sting you, you're going to drown, but I'll drown too. Why would I do that? Come on, man. Just get me out of here. Okay. Take me to safety. So the frog, frog has a moment of weakness. I right, jump, jump on my back. And the frog's swimming across. To, to the you know to the dry land and all of a sudden he feels a stinging pain between his shoulder blades. Wow. He looks back and he's he's getting paralyzed. He's about to he's like, I'm gonna we're both gonna die, you idiot. What'd you do? And the scorpion just looks at him and goes, Hey man, I'm a scorpion. This is what I do. So what you're so saying I, is a scorpion gun scorpion and LeBron gun LeBron. Yeah I see that hey he's he's the biggest star in the league, Facts. best player in the league. He's gonna get what he wants no matter how you you know, doesn't matter. Hey and he 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 had a goal come home to Cleveland and win a championship. He did that in the second year. Like, you can't critique him for that and it, every, all, the, all the moves work. This everything is true. After, yeah, everything after that, look, letting David Griffin go, that's the owner. You know, uh, hiring Kobe Altman, that's the owner. And, and hey, we all, not we all, a lot of people thought once Kobe Altman made all those trades midseason, that it was a great thing. This Even LeBron. This is true. So, hey, this is how, it, hey, they rolled the dice. It came up snake eyes. It is what it is. Um, LeBron James is still arguably, you know, he's in the running for the greatest player of all time. He's hmm. doing things now in year 15 we've never seen before. Uh, we got to pay. You tip your hat, you know, so for, for better or worse, you get LeBron James. This is and this is a, this is a fact. Everything you're saying is true. LeBron is everything you said. But I feel there's times where we go, people, not even we, people fall over themselves to make sure that they don't speak ill of him. Like, like this is the Kremlin or something, and he's <laughs> he's rushing, like he's going to kill you. Like, we can't talk bad about LeBron. Like, listen, he's it's okay. You know what I'm saying? This is his situation. He, I'm pretty sure he's going to land on his feet wherever he goes. I don't think he's leaving Cleveland, but I'm in the minority. But I just feel like this situation, we knew coming into the finals what this matchup was going to be. Let's not fall over ourselves defending this guy when I even, I even believe that he shouldn't have passed the ball to George Hill. He had he was killing Steph all game. Why pass in that situation? I'm with you, man. And like, see, see, I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback him because right. he has one of the best basketball moms I've ever seen. If he felt the pass was the right play, I'm not going to kill him for that. Fair. But like, but like you said, I don't feel bad for him. People, I keep, I see, I keep seeing these people. He, no, he shouldn't win the MVP because they're going to lose. Right? The MVP didn't come from the loser. I don't, I don't, I don't care how great his numbers are. It shouldn't come from the loser. Um, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just me. LeBron James is amazing, and we're seeing an example of the unstoppable force uh, get, being rolled over by the immovable object. This and is like, true. It's just amazing to see. And So this is all part of his lore and his history. It's going to go down in the history books. It's going to be another loss in his record. I don't kill him for it. 
The other team got two MVP type guys and KD and Jeff, and they're playing like it. But this is this, this is what it is, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. I, I love to see him freak out on the bench. That, Likewise, that was, like, that was like, yeah, that to me was like, bro, I, I was like inject this into my veins. You know, <laughs> that was that was a shot of some good coke right there. Like, oh my god, I think I watched that about ten times because I've oh, never man, seen that's... an athlete implode like that. Usually, you see them like losing their mind on the side, like yelling at their teammates. But that implosion right there, like, it, like he he was he's so in general he's so self aware about everything around him that you yeah. saw him thinking about the headlines, the the series, what's happening in summer, the legacy. All of that moment was part of that implosion to me. I said it looked like to me he was a man who had his mind on a, a spicy Popeye's fire, uh, four people. <laughs> and he went in and it was right before they closed. They said, Oh, I'm sorry, sir, we're all out of spicy. We're not going to drop any for you. And oh. he just lost his mind. Yeah, it just, that was delicious to me. I'm not a big, I, I respect LeBron James as a player. I'm mm-hmm. not the biggest LeBron fan. I don't want him to come to the Celtic uh, because everything he touches, it has to be his way. Right. And that's not, I don't want to see my franchise turn into the, the, the LeBron show. I just don't. I get it. I, I respect that Grady is. And sure, people's like, don't you want a chance to win a championship? But I think Boston will be good enough without him to have a chance to win a championship. I mean, while, so, while we're here real quick, I'm already on record saying even if they don't make a move, I'm looking at a healthy Boston as Golden State East next year with the coach, the kind of system he's going to employ to involve everyone, the kind of players that they're going to have. That team is going to be a juggernaut next year, in my opinion. I guess Snotty disagrees. I don't know. We lost, did we lose Snotty? We lost Snotty. You hear that sound? That's how Roy gets in the gray area. You hear the sounds. You know what I mean? But he'll call back in a second. But I, I you know what? I hear him saying... That he's not going to Monday morning quarterback LeBron. But I'm going to quarterback him because that's what I do. It's not that we lost you there. I don't know what happened to Caulfield, whatever, but you back in. Let's get it. I was just saying that, uh, yeah, the, the Celtics, you know, with young talent, were just a game away from the finals. They're going to get two All-Stars back. Gordon Hayward might, you know, he might only be 80%, 85%. But as long as he can shoot and he can defend a little bit, right? he's going to be golden. Uh, they got another pick coming down the pipeline. Yeah. So, even if it's not next year, they I think Boston is in a great position. And, and so, yeah, you don't need to disrupt it by bringing in a guy like LeBron James. Absolutely not. I was saying as I was getting a line back on, you said that you wouldn't Monday quarterback LeBron. I'm a quarterback. It. I, I saw I saw a, a, a situation him to literally take Steph, roll him into a ball, and dunk him and win game one, and he should have done that. But we're not going to live in the past. Going forward, two games in Cleveland. What kind of things can the Cavs do, if anything at all, to get back in this series? Uh, they're going to come out gangbusters in Game Three. Right. Uh, that this, this is their one chance. If they don't win Game Three, it's over in four probably. Yeah. Um, or or maybe they'll even if they they come out gangbusters and they lose Game Three, they might just you know they're going to scrap and fight. They don't want to lose in their home floor, so they might pull out Game Four by you know by a nail. Basically, a repeat of last year, more or less. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, they're gonna lose Game Three, and then it's like, well, we got we we got to try to save face. They'll they'll you know they'll go tooth and nail for Game Four, and they'll pull it out, and then Golden State will just have their coronation at home. Yeah, um, and that's what's like gonna happen anyway. So yeah, they're gonna win either Game Three or Four, but it's just it's overwhelming, man. The the the, the Dubs didn't even I don't feel they played that great in at Game uh, in Game Two, and they just end up smashing them. Not so for nothing, just, they haven't played great. For like two weeks, Nadi. Like I don't, I haven't seen the Warriors in weeks. Am I wrong? No, they haven't played great. I'd say in like two months. Okay, they've had their flashes. <laughs> they've had their flashes, but yeah, this this is what like if you told me two years ago. 
the Warriors would go seven games with anybody in the playoffs, I would have said you were nuts because they just look so much, not just head and shoulders better than everybody else, they look head, shoulders, torso better than everybody yep, else. Yep. The fact that the Rockets just ground them down the way they did, the fact that um, it's just, I feel like something, that, that magic that we saw with them a couple years ago, mm-hmm. it's fading a little bit and teams aren't quite as scared of them, you know? Hey, the Jazz blew them out by like 30 in a regular season when they had the full complement of players. You know what I mean? It never happened. This is true, and, and that's what I'm seeing with this series. Like, a, a part of me wants to write the Cavs off, but I felt like there were moments in both, obviously, game one, and especially game two, where the Cavs got into a rhythm and maybe playing at home a couple of body blows they could deliver to the Warriors and make things interesting in this series. I, I just don't see it, man. Yeah. Again, this is this is talent level. The fact Clay did what he did on a bad ankle last game. True, twenty um, piece. KD, KD found his groove. Steph's finding his groove, and that's just too much. And the the, the Warriors are just too undisciplined defensively to deal with the. Uh, I mean, sorry, not the Warriors. The Cavs are too undisciplined defensively to deal with the Warriors' actions for forty eight minutes. Uh-huh. No matter how it starts off, they're going to end up breaking down defensively, and the discipline will get lost, and the Warriors are going to go on a, on a little run. So, yeah. and that's what happens. The Warriors only need about a minute and a half. Have to put a mean run together. It's, 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 I've it. never seen that before. I was too young to see Showtime, but seeing how they play, they literally need a minute and a half, and they could cut like a ten point lead to two. And it's and it's demoralizing for the opponent. But I have a two part question before I let you go, man. Is LeBron James actually his own worst enemy? And I explain that in a second. And if things don't go the way we like them to go, should we place LeBron on checkout watch? So when I say his own worst enemy, I feel like you know there's been talk about his game suppressing others. But I feel like he, maybe it does to a degree, but at times his unselfishness gets in the way of him really winning games. At times like like the George Hill pass where he's, he's making the right read when in, in a weird sense, him being selfish is more better for the team than passing the ball. So when I say it, do you think that he's his own worst enemy at times or we just we just overanalyzing LeBron? I got to say we overanalyzing. Okay. Jay, hey, we, we remember him hitting those two disgusting threes against Jason Tatum, right. uh, you know, in the closeout game. Right. Like, he, he does it. He does it. And so, you know, every pass that, that a guy blows, we're going to we're gonna amplify it. But, I mean, he makes – he also made a lot of great plays and guys hit shots. And, like, they, it, hey, they're supposed to, so we don't talk about it. This is true. So, I mean, I think we overanalyze them. Um, it, there is something to the fact that, like, d- even Dwayne Wade, you know, he had to step back and, and, and play a different role with, with uh, LeBron James. Right. Kyrie Irving felt like he didn't – he wasn't able to fully shine playing with – uh, LeBron James and it's true because LeBron's going to do things his way and right. start around him have to just make themselves fit and if they don't make themselves fit we have situations like how Kevin Love looked those first two like two seasons in uh, Cleveland he just looked like a, a, another guy yeah lost exactly he's like another guy and so while LeBron James the, the, the whole trope about hey LeBron James makes, your, makes, makes everyone better mm-hmm. it's kind of misleading because if they can, like he always says, don't what do he say to Kevin Love? Don't try to stop trying to fit out and fit in. Fit in, yes. Yeah. If you could just figure out your ways around the margins, and you'll you'll get a dunk, you'll get a wide open three because you play with LeBron James. He's not making you better. He'll make you look better because right. you're winning four games with him. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's like it's a blessing to curse LeBron James. You know what you it is? Him? I think the analysis of LeBron James is is like that after effect of the Jordan and the Kobe era, where it's like some of us older relics. We want to see LeBron go crazy. We want to see him isolate and violate each and every trip. You know what I mean? So it's like when we see the pass, it's like, come on, take the shot. And that's where, you know, I'm a Kobe guy. So it's like, I want you to take the shot. And especially because I feel like 
there's nobody touching LeBron, you know? I don't think, mm-hmm. especially in this matchup, coming into the series, I felt like with Iguodala being hurt, there's no one that can stop LeBron James from completely obliterating the Warriors because we know he can do it. We've seen it. And it's like, in that situation, I'm sitting there like, oh, he got Steph right here. This is his moment. We're going to hear about this for the next 35 years. And he passed the rock, and it's like, no. <laughs> it's like one of those 80 sitcoms where you say no in slow motion. It's like, no, take Steph, dunk Steph. So, and you know I, but part of that is the Jordan era and the Kobe era, I believe. It's also the social media era where right. we have like instant access and instant like reaction to everything on Twitter, Facebook, and like that just it just didn't happen before, right? You talk about it like the day after you go on message boards when the internet was young, yep. but now it's like we are all just linked and we all just talk and we amplify each other to the point where uh, it's it's overdone. It's a little bit overdone, man. Because like, yeah, like like the guy had fifty and they lost in game one. And I think LeBron is so hyper aware. He knows when he just doesn't have it. And he's not going to just try to force when he doesn't Right, have it. right. That's that you know, IQ, what? the greatest IQ of all time. And, and I, I guess if you want to call that a curse, I guess because what, where where Kobe would just say, screw it, I'm going nine for 30. LeBron's like, <laughs> LeBron's like, all right, let me try to find other ways to get guys involved to right. win. And so, like, yeah, is getting, you know, is taking a tough shot when you don't have it mm-hmm. better than passing to George Hill has a better shot, even if George Hill misses? True. That lay, the layup was the high percentage look in that situation. You're right. Absolutely. And then, hey, if he makes the free throws, we're not having this conversation. This you know true. what I mean? This is true. He didn't want no pass yeah. them free throws, though. I'm going to call it what it is. He didn't want them free throws, bro. I'm, you know what's crazy? I think I did the math the other day. George Hill, Kevin Love, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's my guy named? Jordan Clarkson, Tree Thompson. Uh, there's one more And Kyle Korver I think They're making like A combined like 96 million dollars Between them That's ridiculous So boom Snotty Real quick Cause I got another guest Coming on soon Alright Should we place LeBron On checkout watch If they lose game 3 Like he just pulls up The game 4 And pulls that game 6 In Boston Back in 2010 move Where he's good We know he's good But he's not really involved uh, so watch what LeBron's going to do And I think we saw this last year When he, he said Hey man I can't speak for anybody else But I left it on the court So I'm not really stressed mm-hmm. right? Passive aggressive he'll, he'll start talking like that um, Which I can't I think he already said that He said hey I can't speak for anybody else I know I'm going to leave it all on the court Or something to that effect After like game one So yeah I mean, And if you want to call it Checkout watch Or you want to I think it's more accepting The inevitable mm-hmm. He's going to He's going to make a valiant effort He's going to go hard Like he's been going hard it's just, it's just not enough. It's like when you score fifty and you lose, it is what it is. That immovable object is, is too much to overcome. All right, real quick, let them know your social media and what you got going on. Any blogs, podcasts coming down the pike? Let them know real quick, man. Uh, at Snotty Dripping, yes, find sir. me on Twitter. Uh, check out, check us out at, at B Ball Breakdown, which we're under the Clutch Point, uh, the Clutch Point app uh, umbrella right now. Yes, sir. I really, have been, I've been slacking. I've been, you know, hey, the Celtics lost. I've been kind of bummed out, so I, I haven't been writing much. I might do a little draft something before the draft, uh, but that's about it. You guys just follow me on Twitter. Let's talk some basketball. That's a fact. Yo, Snotty, I'm going to holla at you around free agency once these players move around. And we, you know, we'll trade some notes then. All right, my man. Thanks for having me on. No doubt, as always. Snotty dripping. So, yes, while we wait for the next person to pull up into this gray area, a very dangerous zone, let's get back to this rant situation. I believe that LeBron is his own worst enemy. As you see here, like this, this isn't first take. We're not going to embrace debate. You have your opinion, I have mine. In the gray area, we trade notes. And as a listener, the notes are for you to ingest. 
I think LeBron is his own worst enemy, partially because I grew up in the Jordan and the Kobe era, but I also because I feel like he is so good, right? He is so good that his talent requests, needs him to take over games and literally roll Steph up in a ball and dunk him. His talent deserves that. To me, if LeBron was more selfish, he'd have more championships. Facts. I think part of the reason why he's 3-5 and five, approaching 3-6 and six in the finals is because he overthinks. And the only reason why I know he overthinks, so let me say not overthinks, but he's in his head too much, is because we're the same sound. We're both Capricorns. Capricorns, we, we, we try to weigh every option and try to do the best thing every time to our own detriment at times. Sometimes we need to act, react, and make moves. But we so like by the book that we'll do the right thing a la make the pass to George Hill as opposed to seeing Steph. I've been cooking Steph all game. I've been cooking Steph all game. Let me take Steph. Let me dunk on Steph. Let me let me, let me win this game right now. No, 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 no. The right play is pass to George Hill because I'm a Capricorn. You know, this is the, these are the little nuances, the human element of basketball. LeBron's skill requires him to dominate and impose himself on the game. LeBron's brain says, do the right thing. It's the catch-22, and I'm putting LeBron on checkout watch, hands down, because we've seen this movie before, you know? We saw it in Game 5 against the Spurs. He's going to get his numbers, but it's the fire and desire that's never there when he's getting tossed out. And, and if Golden State, the way my man Stephen A. was talking about with his overseating hairline half himself, was talking about saying that the Warriors told me they, they want to close him out, you know? If they violate in game three, LeBron's not going to want to play in game four. Because peep game, a lot of y'all peeped in game two. The first half, LeBron really didn't want to play. But then as the game got interesting, he picked up the mojo before Steph Curry decided to violate. And the rest is history. So for me, I'm putting LeBron on, on checkout watch. I feel as though LeBron James is the best player in the world today. That overused phrase that I am getting tired of, but, it, you know, respect is respect. Facts. But he's going to check out, y'all. I'm, You know, I, I could be wrong. But as I always say, it's not about right and wrong. I don't care if you agree. I don't care about any of that. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to, 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 to hear me and understand that this is how I'm seeing things. But, you know, we'll see how it shakes out. You know, like LeBron James is such like a, a complex character to me. You know, like he's so like my relationship in and of itself with LeBron James is polarizing that. There's times where it's like I know ball, so I understand his greatness. But it's like, bruh, people talk about you and you lose a lot. And you don't have to lose a lot because your skill demands that you win all the time. You dragging these crumbs to the finals repeatedly. <laughs> We know you can do it, bro. We know. We know. I know. And I'm kind of frustrated with it, man. You know? We got about maybe four more years of greatness coming down the pipe. And I believe that if LeBron James does this right, he could get another championship or two. But his brain is going to get in the way of his activity. And we have our next guest coming into the gray area right now. One of the voices of Barbershop Talk Sports himself, the homie Landis, welcome to the gray area. 
And you guys know I'm here to hate on LeBron, but it's fine. I'm here to talk about the Warriors. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> I just had the whole LeBron segment talking about my my polarizing, schizo-bipolar relationship with LeBron James. Because it's like, you know, let me tell you something. Like, I'm going to be frank as we have you here before we transition topics, right? Talk to me. Talk to me. I respect LeBron James's ability on the basketball floor. But I feel as though the media has has made it difficult for me to appreciate it because they keep beating me over the head. If I go to the Chinese food spot and I want chicken wings and french fries, don't sell me the, the house special fried rice. I want chicken wings and french fries. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Fact. And, it, and, and it's like when I put on all these channels, they keep giving me the house special fried rice, and I know I saw chicken wings and french fries on the menu. And with LeBron James, it's like, he's the greatest. He's three and five in the finals. He does questionable things in crunch time, but he's the greatest. No, he's not. I. But then and he's, he's also super dramatic. And he's super dramatic, but he's really good at basketball. Do you understand the schism that I have to deal with on a day-to-day basis? <sighs> Man, I wake up every day to people throwing this in my face and drilling it down my throat. So I'm a, I, I, I'll let him fry. I'll let him go today since you already took care of that. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, you know, for, you know, this is chapter five of the grade. Excuse me. Chapter, chapter 25 of the gray area is entitled... The hunt for Larry O'Brien, right? Oh, mm-hmm. you no, know, we basically at a checkpoint. We're gonna reset the episode. We had a checkpoint in the finals, travel days in between games two and three. Mm-hmm. My first question for you before we get into Warriors talk, I got a few things I want to get off about the Warriors. I'm glad you're here, man. Was there any surprises in games one and two that you noted that could be interesting going into games three and four? Um, one of the, I mean, one of the most surprising things I caught was. Um, was the reaction from game one. Right. Uh, basically, everybody felt that J.R. Smith basically won a game for the Warriors. I mean, won, a game, won a game for the Warriors when I was like, realistically, you guys do realize every the next four games are going to be this close. That, huh. that was like, that was it. And I know that's, that's like a curveball to what you're asking. But I was kind of more surprised that, okay, well, the Warriors had a bad game and they won. So. Right. That's not the They literally much. stole the game. And they know they know their hand was in the cookie jar after game one. They knew it. Exactly. And so I, I think that proves to their greatness. I will say, because the Cavs played a great game, if you would say. So they played their, their best game and lost. They played and, the best case scenario for the Cavs was game one. LeBron goes crazy. A couple of role players show up. Close game uh-huh. late. ISO on Steph Curry. Everything you could imagine that you'd want Why to win. Why didn't he take the shot? Why I, didn't he take the shot? Fact. I was just talking about that before you came on. No one is talking about this. Everyone is busy feeling bad about LeBron, but no Let's one's questioning. Let's keep blaming J.R. Smith. Listen, what, what about LeBron not taking the shot? He was destroying Steph all game, but then passes the ball to George Hill. I don't understand. But listen, we're not going to do it, Landis. Landis, we're not going to do it. I get off that. Golden State Warriors, right? First question mm-hmm. I have for you before we get into the basketball. What's up, man? Besides the winning that they've done the last four seasons, why do so many people hate the Warriors, man? In your experience? Because the way they came together. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, like, be honest. Other than them being one of the best teams we have ever seen, right. I'm saying team. They go and get the second or arguably the best player in the league and put them on the team. That's like LeBron going to the Warriors. Right. How would you feel? That's the reason people hate him. There's nothing more. I'm, I'm, I grew up in PG County. I love Kevin Durant. But will I ever want to eat, eat, uh, eat some uh, chicken wings and mama sauce with Kevin Durant no more? Hell no. Nah. Never. So you got smoke for KD going to GS2? I got smoke for KD if he comes back. And it's just because I love and respect Facts. Kevin Durant so much. He's a great dude off the court. I will, I will, I will, him and LeBron, I will, I will say that. 
But that is just so un PG County like. Okay. Like, why would you go? Why would you go join the guys who beat you up to go beat up the other bullies? Because the dude that was supposed to fight with him is a bozo, so he had to go with the winning team. Fine, I get that. And, and, and it hit me this year. It hit me this you year. You seen that it now, true. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? In my experience, Landis, and I'm sure you've experienced this as well, even mm-hmm. deeper than the KD hate. You know, there's some there's some people in the ether. On, on every platform, podcasting, Twitter, Facebook, every level of social media. And they're okay. getting frustrated. The same way I'm frustrated with the LeBron coverage is the same way they're frustrated with the Draymond coverage, the Steph Curry coverage, the Klay Thompson coverage. A lot of people believe that these guys are not that good and they don't understand why they get so much love. Would Draymond, would Draymond be an all-star on any other team in the league? Absolutely not. But Hell at the, no. But at the same time, you know, I don't I, I don't think we can grade the Warriors as a unit, right? The way yeah. we look at other conglomerates in the NBA. It's weird. Because it's like, if I to me, like we always joke jokingly say, if, if Draymond was in any other situation, he'd be more closer to what is this dude's name again? Ah oh, man. Well, what's I just I just had his name, Boris Diaw. He'd be a Boris Diaw. That is a great comparison. He'd be closer to Boris Diaw in any other situation, right? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, whereas the NBA, usually the NBA has the pillar system. You have one or two guys that hold everything up, you know? Mm-hmm. To me, Golden State is a chain link. That's why every time they miss one guy, everything looks either whack. Because if a chain link is broken, you can't repair it. It's broken. It's over with. You yeah. know, I've never, I've never thought about it like that. Hey, this is why I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Damn. You know, in the NBA pillar system, if, if one guy goes down, you can ask two, two, three or four other guys to do that job, fill in the voids until he gets healthy. When that chain link is broken, everything is out of whack. And it just so happens that Draymond is a very key component to that chain link. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he's a racer. If you he ask does, Draymond yeah. to be a pillar, it's over with. He can't be a pillar, bro. But if you're asking him to be part of that chain link assembly line and do his job to the maximum of his abilities, he's going to flourish in that role. And we see that. So it's like, why can't people be rational when they look at the Warriors? It's like, they they so want to hate, oh, Steph, he's just a shooter. He's not this good. And I'm like, wait a minute. The man- he has two MVPs, for God's sakes. Fact. I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? What are we talking about here? <laughs> You know, like we we worried about guys who who who've never even tasted the finals, and it's a, it's an optic thing. You know, a lot of guys look better playing basketball. You get what I'm saying? Yep. They see a little yep. shrimp like Steph pulling from thirty, and it's like, look at this bozo. Then they'll see another point guard like a Westbrook who's who embodies everything we want to be as a basketball player, and they say he's better. But when I look at Steph, I'm like, if I got a half court office, Landis, and he's pulling from thirty, and he and he could do it on a set shot. He throws the geometry of the defense out of whack. So how is he trash? And I'll, and I'll say this. Russell Westbrook is probably my favorite player in the NBA. Right. But if I have to keep it 100 with you, bro, I I understand your logic 100%. I will probably take Steph as my point guard if I want to win the, the game. Did now, if did. God was picking me, if God told me, said, what ability do you want? Yes, make me Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, if I'm picking a point guard, I love Russell, but yeah, man. And in this year, his last goddamn game showed me why. Because <laughs> I, 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 I grew up a Kobe fan, so I love selfish dudes okay. who want to hold their balls and go to the rim on every play. But this year, it showed me. I was like, ah, That's KD, interesting. I, I wish you went to another team, KD, right? but damn, I see why you left. I'm a Kobe guy who ego. can't stand Westbrook. That's interesting. This is the first time I've ever come across this. Facts. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. I can't stand Westbrook, but I love me some Kobe. But it's I like, love the competitive, the competitive aspect. The Russell is just a knucklehead with his. But they compete like a motherfucker. Excuse me. 
You know what I mean? But it's, it's crazy, man. But I look at that situation, man, and I'm just like, I understand it. Success breeds overrating. You know, they win yeah. a lot. So guys are going to get overrated. I don't think Steph can carry, not Steph, but Clay can carry a team. I know damn well that, that Draymond can't carry a team. But to me, if we're being realistic, we saw what a chain link does when they run into the greatest pillar of all time currently. In LeBron yeah. James, you need a you need a pillar amongst that, that chain link. That's why they yeah. got KD, bro. You know, like all these seventy three wins and KD joined the squad. I'm like, but they didn't win the chip because they ran into yeah. LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, they need KD. Believe it or not, I know I'm gonna get some eye rolls for that. You probably rolled your eyes on the lowest of keys, but it is what it is. They no, need I him. mean, to, to be honest, I'm not I'm not as ridiculous as it may seem. As I didn't want to shout talk, like I, right, I, I right, see right. your logic in that too. Right. Honestly, man. Right. like it's I, I've never actually considered that too. What was the reason that they got? I I was one of the people who was under the impression that they just wanted to build a juggernaut team, but I forgot that they did win 79 or 73 games, and LeBron beat them, beat them, and they, and they barely got to the finals, no less. So it's clear that what's necessary. But as we've been talking about KD, mm. you know, I've, I've been having, you know, I, I like KD a lot. I like, I like, again, as Kobe guys, you probably understand it just like me. When it comes yeah. to skill guys in the league, mm. we love seeing that because that's, that's what we are accustomed to looking at. Yeah. I like KD because KD has a lot of moves in, in, in his jaw. You get what I'm saying? He does a lot of things on the basketball court. Got to be to play basketball. That's Absolutely. All. Facts. You know, but I feel like since maybe the first round of the playoffs, or I can say since Steph got healthy, you know, KD hasn't looked right to me. So from your vantage point, are we going to see the real KD in HD at any point the rest of this postseason? Can I can I tell you something? The thing about this dude who I told you I would not eat the chicken wings with anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. KD is so great that if you look at his numbers, we say he's not having a great finals. Then he's average, but, has 25 and, points. <laughs> yeah, but any other player, it's kind of like when people say, oh, I shut LeBron down or Kobe down to 25 points. Okay, that's some players' like careers high right there. Right. So, now, I, I honestly think that the KD day most people are expecting to see is a guy who can come down and drop 45 every night, and, mm-hmm, but he doesn't mm-hmm. need to do that on this team. And I think KD appreciates this style of basketball. As, as ridiculous as it might sound, KD is one of the greatest but most unselfish players I've ever watched on a basketball court. He he wants to win. He doesn't have to take over. You like, know, people don't realize LeBron puts up these numbers because LeBron has the ball in his hands how many, like probably 65 70% of the time. KD doesn't need to do that. Yeah. And he puts up numbers very close to James. He's more efficient. He's one of the most you efficient know? to ever do it, you know? To but ever do it. But, I think but, my but issue... I'll just drink my tea on that one and act like nobody sees that. <laughs> no, because you know what it is? People don't study the game. They, they study stat sheets, brother. That's, that's, that's just what it is. They watch highlight tapes. That too. The highlights are the most dangerous thing in sports <laughs> on the lowest of keys. But I think that... um. With KD, right? Yeah. I, I mentioned this on Above the Rim, my homeboy Just Blaze's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that KD is one of the, the, the greatest front runners in the league right now. Like, when, when things are going well, KD. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If everything is collapsing, go somewhere else. Don't go to KD. You know? Because at times mm-hmm. when they got tight in that Rocket series... Instead of driving north and south to the basket, he was doing a lot of east-west drives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Get, getting pushed off of his spot. But if they're up eight and you need to push that lead to ten, here come KD. He gonna make that shot. You get what I'm saying? And I feel <clears> as though he's, as you said to your point, he's comfortable kind of being like a fringe one B. I won't call him a two, but he's a one B right now because Ste- it's yeah. a Steph show. This matchup is for Steph to violate. There's no one that can stop yeah. him. There's no, there's no boogeyman Kyrie to stop him, Curry. So it's like exactly. 
But I don't want him to be comfortable. I want him to dominate because his skill requires that he dominates all the because time. Because we are basketball fans. Okay. That's why. Okay. I feel you, bro. Okay. Like, I get it. Like, we want that because we watch basketball probably more than anything else during the year. You're right. You're right. So, so like, seeing KD drop 50 on LeBron or drop the last shot on LeBron, that's why we watch the game. So, I feel you, man. But, like I said, like, he, he's, a, he's an interesting guy. Very he's interesting, interesting guy. Man. Compelling. Exactly. <laughs> so on the basketball court, you know, going back to the Houston series earlier in these finals, we saw a lot of Kevon Looney until finally Steve Kerr freed JaVale. And added like, another light skinned guy in there. Bro, light skinned coalition is in full effect in Golden State. <laughs> But from your vantage point, was there anything basketball-wise that you could pinpoint as to why Kerr didn't unleash JaVale weeks ago? Honestly speaking, nah. I mean, I have to think is it was either like Kerr is Kerr should either be given more credit than he uh, than he does as being a basketball coach, or oh. it has to be an off the court thing because JaVale, JaVale McGee looks like he's been playing all year, right? Like, like he's, he's ready balling. to play. Exactly. So unless we didn't know something that was going on in that locker room, you know, yeah, then we have to give some credit to Steve because he's looking like a genius now. And, know, I, and I don't think, I think I will always say that's Mark Jackson's team. But, you know, that's... Bro, nah, I disagree with that. We, we ain't gonna... I'm like, you know what? Being that you said that, we're gonna argue about that on a different episode because I, I disagree with that whole Mark Jackson thing. I okay, think, okay. I th- you know what it is? When it comes to us, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this your way for you to stew on before you come back on again, right? Uh-huh. Some people can take you to the door, but others can't take you through the door. That's how I look at Mark Jackson. You know, like in the Matrix and the Keymaker says, I can only show you the door, but you got to walk in. He's the Keymaker. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? But we're going to talk oh about that at a God, later date. That's so funny. From, from when I look at JaVel McGee, right? To me, that Houston matchup with Clint Capella was tailor-made for JaVale to flourish. He can move his feet. He has good lateral movement. He can finish after the basket. Capella would have ate him up, though. You saw what he did to Looney. I think JaVale would have held his own better than Looney did. Looney didn't know where to be half the time on the court. He'd be on the perimeter (laughs) catching the ball, not setting no screens, but just getting in, looking at him like, oh, shit. Like, why do I have the ball? Like like the scrub in in high school basketball. He he just panics when he gets the ball. ball. You know what I'm saying? We see it already... That Javel always knows where to be, whether he finishes or not is a different question. But he knows where to be. Mm-hmm. He runs the floor. He kind of paint protects. When you get him on the island in the isolation, he can kind of sort of stay in front of guys. He has the size. He has the size. Why are you running around with Looney who's arms and legs, but but no real basketball playing ability? <laughs> I don't understand. Whatsoever, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's mind-boggling to be honest. Right. It's crazy. Last but not least, I'm gonna pick your brain. I got one more thing I'm gonna throw you with before we. But I want to finish up it. with the Warriors, man. Go for Any it. Any concerns man. heading into Game Three and Four, in your opinion, or is it a wrap? Uh, to be honest, not just because I think like this LeBron thing has gotten ridiculous. Um, it is a wrap. Like, let's be <laughs> let's be honest. No team is gonna come back on the current day Warriors. Not the Warriors without KD. No team is gonna come back. And beat the Warriors when the Warriors are up too. Let's just be honest. It's like one of those things. I don't care if LeBron James drops a hundred points. Right. The Warriors will drop a hundred and one because they have they have a team. Like you said, you know they like people. People act like the Warriors have like this team that has legit four All Stars. No, they have two or three All Stars. Right. Right. But they have that team basketball and chemistry that makes it look so beautiful that highlights everybody's strengths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of the team flourish, and that's why we can't stand them. 
<laughs> no. Fact. That's you know what, what it is? Say. And it's the old adage going back to the basic principles of basketball. The ball moves faster than the body. You got all this talent and they move the ball and they get guys in, in position for easy looks consistently. How are you supposed to beat that? How are you supposed to beat that? You know what? Like, so, so do the they Cavs, get a game I mean, in Cleveland? And the Cavs, the Cavs are our team. The Cavs are LeBron. Let's right, be honest. Right. As much as I hate to say it, but I will say he traded for this team. So, he, you know, that's, this, that's a whole other thing. But This is the bed that he made for himself, my brother. It is what it is. It so, is what it is. Cleveland, do they get a game between they three and might, four? Cleveland might get one game. Okay. One game. And that's probably like a rest. That's, that's probably like a resting game for the guys from Golden State, honestly. Because... <laughs> Realistically speaking, the first game took all of Cleveland's energy, and every we they saw the Warriors saw what they could do. They saw what Cleveland could do, and that's it. Right. You know what? You know, Out of like, respect to LeBron, because initially I had this series going six games, right? Mm-hmm. Because I felt LeBron, the, I didn't like the way Golden State. I was saying they were playing with their. Food. You think Steph Steph is going to let that happen? Do you know how personal Steph is taking his finals? You're right, but look at game. Steph had no control of what should have happened in Game One when it was all said and done. You know what I mean? That's true. Like that that's script true. was tailor made. So you know what? I'm not going to disrespect LeBron now. I'm going I'm to give him one game in Cleveland, maybe Game Four, because I think Golden State's taking Game Three. So Game Four, then they close him out. Another coronation in Golden State, but all the same, to be fair. If it's if it gets too bad in Game Three, I have LeBron on checkout watch, and it might be a sweep. But I'll be respectful. One game in Cleveland for the Cavs. <laughs> checkout watch, okay. Checkout watch for LeBron. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, and as much as I hate this dude, man, like listen, <laughs> uh, I love your honesty, bro. If you want to come to LA, man, listen, we got some young dudes that no, are in the basketball. Landis. No, I know I had to be that guy. Aww. Listen, I can tell you, I can tell you the reason why I'm a Lakers fan. I came to the United States in 1999, not know basketball. And look who I ran into. The most, the team that was winning, that's the team I went with. I always tell people that I'm not a random Laker fan who's on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I literally arrived here in 1999 as a seven-year-old. And okay. fell in love with Lakers. So you had good so, old Phil Jackson, Afro, Kobe, Diesel, yeah, Shaq. Yeah, man. So you Back was, in Africa, we only knew about Michael Jackson. I mean, my, Michael Jordan. Okay. We didn't know about anybody else. So hey, Kobe yeah. was my Jordan. And and, that, and that's why. I so. go a little further back, early 90s, when we was kind of trash. Cedric Sabalos and Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones, okay. and all of them. Vladi. That, you, know, bef- you know, before Shaq, I was in there. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's, that's gang for me. I love me some Lakers. And I do not. To me, when I see this squad, I see like 2.0. With Lonzo and, and, and Kuzma, B.I. and company, I, I'm of the belief that we really need to just add PG and maybe a defensive-minded big or some shooting. What about Cousins? What about Boogie? I would give Cuzzo a, a, a one-year prove-it deal just because of the Achilles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to see what he has left, how he's recovered, being that I don't want to be married to a guy who may never be the same again, you know? But if Boogie want to come on a one-year 20-plus mil, he could come. Why not? I just want to win now. I'm a selfish, spoiled Laker fan, and I want to <laughs> win now. I respect bro. that. That's the only reason why I think LeBron. But honestly, with the talent that we have, and not not, not to go too long, but with the talent that we have, the Lakers are one or two player away you from a, a four for five seed in in, in Laker. I mean, you, in the playoffs right now while lying. LeBron. I'm I'm gonna ignorantly say if the team was healthy for all 82, we might have snuck in this year. To be fair, yeah. You know, yeah. Look, I mean, look at our roster. 
Look at, look at the roster. How many young studs on that team? And we still squeeze 35 wins out of that when people thought we'd be lottery bound. But I take that. The question that I have for you, you know, I'm seeing that the narrative police, I can't stand them, but the narrative police have not ran with this one yet. How come no one is giving CP3 more grief about his health? As opposed to they would rather use it against Golden State. Oh, another team got injured. How come Chris Paul gets another pass? This man gets the most passes in the NBA. When are we going to start looking so at him tired. being injured? I'm so tired of the Chris Paul thing. And I agree with everything you said. You just seem to be my distant brother who I just met on the phone. Man, we're like kindred spirits. Yeah, man, basically. Basically, yeah. <laughs> but this whole Chris Paul thing, Chris Paul is the only guy who... Chris Paul is a great point guard, one of the best of our time. But Chris Paul has never won an MVP. There are a lot of things that this dude hasn't done. But yet again, we give him this pass as like he's... He's on LeBron's level when it comes to a skilled player. No, nah, he's, he's a great play, point, point guard. God. Point guard. But why are we giving? He dribbles his ass out of every city. <laughs> you, know, so like, you know what I mean? It's like this dude's paid like a, a hundred years and just got to the conference finals this year. But he gets all the pa- It's never his fault. Never I don't fault. understand this. He gets. He's been getting hurt a lot recently. But yeah. instead of saying, you know, this guy's injury prone and that's a detriment to the team. Oh, the Warriors got lucky. CP3 got hurt. Like, get out of here. CP3 yeah. is injury prone and his teammates should side eye him for losing his series. You know, as yeah. soon as you had to play some real ball, because he was cruising against Steph on them switch offs. As, oh, yeah. as soon as Quinn Cook decided to get in the defensive stance, his, his hamstring go out. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come, come on, son. <laughs> You know what I mean? When are we going to talk about injury prone, team hindrance, CP3? I've had CP3. enough. I've had enough of the passes. If I got to start that wave myself of bashing CP3, because I already started the, the Westbrook wave. I call him Chase Brook all season because he's a statue. Chase Brook. He's Chase Brook. So it's <laughs> like, Brooke. if I got to start the anti-CP3 wave, y'all know I'm good for it. I'm, I think I'm going to start it, Landis. I'm starting it. Hey, they go, they go, him and Jay-Z going to invite you to sit down with them, drink hey, wine, and it talk is, about it. it. Is, they, might, they might beat me up, bro. But it is what it is. I'm going to start the wave, you know? Well, Landis, I appreciate I you, you for coming on, bro. Like, you know, nah, can't you know, the clutch. Man, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I had to come on here. I yeah. had to come on. Yo, you're doing big things over there. I had to come be a part of it for no, a few I'm, minutes. I've been, I've been listening to your work, bro. I was like, this guy would fit right in with what I try to do with this gray area pod, bro. But real yeah, quick, for, for those who don't know, because, I, you know, they, there's people out there who need to know about this. Uh, mm-hmm. Your social media and let them know about your pod when it comes on, where they can find it, et cetera. Okay, well, uh, we're called Barbershop Talk Sports. Um, we're based out of the D- the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Facebook. We're on Google Play. I mean, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Um, and basically, what, it, what I, 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 our podcast is, if you took The Breakfast Club and Sports and you mix it up, that's what Barbershop Talk is. You're so, not lying, y'all. I've been listening. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely dope. It's ignorant. It's funny. And it's... Uh, it will keep, keep you amused, man. Come come to the Bay Area, guys, to get the real stuff. But what keeps you? What keep you amused? <laughs> Any social media that you for so people who can find you? Oh yeah, you can catch us on Twitter at Barbershop Talk Sports uh, on Instagram at Barbershop Talk Sports. Same thing on Facebook on Facebook. Um, and we our website is coming up soon, so you know how that usually goes when you just start. Excellent, excellent. Yo, Landis, we'll do this again real soon over the summer. We got some things we need to chop it up about. Appreciate you for coming on, brother. Oh, no, definitely your family, man. I appreciate that. This yes, definitely was cool. Peace and love, right. Bless up. People, there you have it. Breaking news. The anti-CP3 job train has left the station. It's time for the facts to come out facts. about CP3. I've had enough. You know, I gave y'all a pass last week, you know, 
they 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 the the people they tugged at the strings, the few strings I have in my heart of sympathy. But when I thought about it, I'm like, this man got hurt again. And no one is talking about it. But guess who's gonna talk about it? This guy. It's not safe for you, CP. Talking about you on max money. You don't even have max hamstring. <laughs> You, you, you better take that role-playing money that you played this year. Take your little 20-piece. You ain't getting 30. Get, get, get the 20-piece or, like, the 18-piece. <laughs> or take a 240, 20 mil per over two years, and go sit down, brother. You, you, your resume does not deserve or beget the lavishness that you cry for. You ain't even taste the final. You ain't even get to see it say finals on the court. You know? I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I'm going in. I'm going in. Ladies and gentlemen, the hunt for Larry O'Brien, huh? Until next time, do remember if you're liking what you hear, subscribe to my blog talk, subscribe via iTunes. The stitches coming soon. Like the Gray Area Sports and Entertainment page. We are moving. And as the saying goes, whether you like it or don't like it, and look at it Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.